stress, 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 fucking stress. I'm sure you've experienced one of these moods. If not in your life, very soon you will. My name is Amal Bang, and on today's podcast, I will be talking to you about stress and how we can go about dealing with it, especially as young adults. According to the American Psychological Association, about one-third of U.S. college students have difficulty in functioning or are going through some kind of stress. Stress is your body's way of responding to any kind of demand. It can be caused by both good and bad experiences. It is a very common problem being faced today, and every individual will experience stress in one form or the other. So, it's either you're stressing right now, you're going to stress, or you've been stressing out. Why does it even matter? What does it do to your life? Does it harm your body? Does it affect your family and friends? What can you do to relieve all the stress you have? I have all the answers for you. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. But hopefully, this podcast will be able to give you some education and share some light on some ways to manage your stress, especially as a young adult. What really causes a college kid to stress out? We can start with being broke. I know that you know and we both know that being broke in college can do some shit to you, okay? Now, I'll tell you guys a story about how broke I was freshman year and what it did to me mentally. If you guys think that being broke in college doesn't do shit to you, okay? Freshman year, my parents dropped me off school. You know, super excited. I'm out of that fucking house. I can fucking enjoy life. But little did I know that I really had to get my shit together. So, school started. I didn't have a job. I was just going to classes. And let's say for the first week and a half, you know, I had a little bit of change from my summer job after high school, after graduation. So, three weeks in. I had to call my dad and tell him that I had no money and I needed some. And his response was what really, really, really pushed me to get a job. He said, look, you don't live here no more. It doesn't mean you're not my responsibility, but technically you're not my responsibility. And I said, wait, what the fuck? But anyway, I didn't live in his house no more. So I wasn't his responsibility. I had to find a job and I had to make ends meet. And it sucked. Because freshman year, first couple of weeks, I had money. I was going out to the bars with my friend, even though I was in 21. Not saying that you should do that. That would get you in serious trouble, okay? We don't want to escalate your stress levels. We just want to de-escalate it. So anyway, I was going out a lot, partying, and as a result of partying too hard, maybe, I wasn't getting some work done, and that started to stress me out, too. So while I was broke, 
two, I wasn't getting my assignment done. So I started being sad. Because when you have no money, you really have no friends in college. That's the reality of things. You have no money. You have no friends. Because all your friends want to do is go out and spend some money. Is go out and get drinks. Is go out and get some food. Is go out shopping. It's just to go out and do something. Something to spend money on. But if you're broke, you can't do that. And sometimes your friends will stop hitting you up when you're broke. This whole time, I was just slacking off. And I finally decided to get my shit together. But before I did that... I was still not being able to catch up with the schoolwork. So what I started doing was staying up late to get assignments, papers that were like six pages due to get them done like the day off. Worst decision I ever made. Take it from experience. It's one of the bad things you would do to yourself in college. Not saying that you shouldn't do it. Sometimes it is justified. <laughs> But on other times, it's just like, well, what the fuck? So you got to make better decisions. And you have to, you have to learn how to time manage. I was staying up late. Back to the story. I like going off track. I was staying up late doing these papers. And God damn, that was tough. I mean, I saw it took a toll on myself. I started breaking out. I started just being crumpy all day. I started just being sad altogether. Because not being able to turn stuff in made me feel like shit. And sometimes the things that I turned in were not my best work. Because it was done the day off or the day before. So I ended up getting really bad grades. And I had to get my shit together. And that was not a fun process. It's all fun and games when you're slacking. Until you get to that deep point. To that low, low point. But after that, it's it's hard. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's hard getting your shit together. This is why we're having this conversation now. Don't make the mistakes I made. So you can get your shit together before you get into this hellhole. Yes. College is a hellhole. I said it. So, that's what stressed me out. Now, let's talk about some things that I did to release those stress. Now, some of the things I'm not going to be able to say on here um, or other reasons. But one of the main things that I found to be very helpful was taking time off that whatever was stressing me. Taking time off whatever is stressing you is the biggest stress reliever for me. One thing I usually do is if I have an assignment that's due, let's say maybe 48 hours in 48 hours and I'm freaking out about it, I just take a deep breath and, you know, look look at the odds in the end. I mean, the positives and the negatives. Do I go ahead and stay up all night to get this assignment done and turn it in on time to get maybe a 70 on it? When in fact, I could turn it in maybe a day late or a couple hours late and probably get an 80 on it 
maybe my professor will take 10 points off it, but that's still better than the 70, you know? What I usually ask myself is, is this worth turning in late? And is it worth turning it in the way it is? What did I just say? No, what I meant to say was, is this worth turning turning in right away? Or is it worth waiting to turn in something close to perfection or perfection? And I usually go with the other side. I take time off. Yes, sometimes it's good for you to rewind, unwind. It's necessary. Another thing that I do to relieve some stress is to separate myself from what's stressing me. So, for instance... I was really into this girl, not like that, as a friend. Not that I'm against that either. Let me just shut up. Anyway, I had a friend on campus that I really liked, and she was somebody that I could see myself being friends with for the rest of my life. Let's just say that... She wasn't the best of friends to me. Um, she was talking a lot about me, and she she just did some things that were uncalled for. And I started to see a trend in her behavior, but I kind of overlooked it because I really wanted to be friends with this person. And again, that could happen in college. You would think that that's, that only happens in high school. I met this great girl. I thought we had, you know, the same interest. You know, we kind of thought alike. We're, we're just, we just had similar things in common. And I just wanted to, you know, be her friend. But she kept stressing me out. She kept bringing people around me that she knew that I didn't like. Or had issues with. She kept saying things that made me question her loyalties. And she said things about me to certain people that got back to me. And when I confronted her, the response wasn't as positive. So in the end, I had to do what was necessary to cut her off. And that might be hard to do sometimes. Because sometimes when you're in the middle of something... You can't really see outside or you can't really see beyond that. It took me a long time to reach that realization. And when I did, it was almost like, well, what the fuck? Why was I waiting that long? You know, I cut her off and come to find out it was the best decision I ever made. I'm stress free. I know that I don't have I have one less person to worry about. I know that I don't have to think about her, know that she's not a friend, and know that she's just not someone who can talk about me without my consent anymore. And in order to get to that stage, I had to cut myself off from my stress. And stress does not only come in forms of things, it can come in people too. People can stress you out. Professors can stress you out. I've had a professor that stressed me the fuck out, okay? I know you've had a teacher in high school or a professor that stresses you the fuck out. Or I know you've had a manager that stresses you out. That's not okay. And I'm not saying you should walk out on your job and I'm not saying you should quit school. 
But if it's a person that's stressing you out, maybe you can skip some classes. <laughs> if it's a person that's stressing you out, if being physically away from this person not possible, what you can do, seek a higher alternative that is speak to somebody that can do something about it so if it's your professor that's stressing you out speak to another professor about it a professor that you trust an advisor maybe let them know that you have an issue in that class that there's that professor is just not it for you now if they're unable to offer you any ideas or suggestions that you could take like for instance drop out of the class or whatever the case is, then you can escalate it to the dean of your college. And if it doesn't go on from there, you can go up to the higher person. That's how I usually like to look at things. So far, I've only had one professor that stressed me out. I dropped out of his class immediately. I like to see myself as a model for others to look on. Just because I make a lot of mistakes don't mean they define me. And your mistakes should never define you. However, if you are ever going through one of these stressful situations, some coping strategies you can adapt include relaxation, humor, releasing pent-up emotions by talking or writing about them, exercise, getting social support, reappraising an event, or changing perspective on the problem, spirituality and faith, problem solving, comparing oneself to others who are worse off. I wouldn't co-sign on that, but it actually helps. Altruism or helping others. Using defense mechanisms. Indulging behavior, such as overreacting, smoking and excessive use of alcohol or drugs. These are all ways that you can cope with your stress, whichever way best fits your needs. There are also other resources that might be available to you at whatever institution or organization you're a part of. Don't ever feel like you have to hide your stress and don't ever feel like you have no one to talk to. At the end of the day, just look at it as something that everybody goes through. Just another acne, right? Have a great day.